Hello, it is Allie and Sophie from Baby Squid Media, and we want to talk to you guys today about how competitive sports through a young age can affect your everyday life. So, me personally, I started dancing when I was very young, and I was a competition kid my whole life. I started when I was nine years old, and I learned that at a very young age, I'm not allowed to make mistakes because if you make a mistake in a competition, then your scores get affected, so you're bringing down your whole team. If you make a mistake in an audition, chances are you're not going to get the part. So I was always in the back of my head, do not make a mistake, do not make a mistake, because that's going to cost everybody. So I feel like for me personally, I'm not a dancer anymore, um, but still in my everyday life, I'm always terrified to make a mistake, whether it's like something as simple as like, oops, I plunged something in the wrong way and I just freak out over it. So I think that that is one thing that I... I'd love to learn how to tap out of, or still I want to be as best as I can be, and I don't want to make a mistake because no one likes to get called out on when you're messing up like that. I feel like in life, specifically like seen through competitive sports and for kids who play competitive sports, um, there I've had coaches, I've seen coaches through my brother and sister who think that they're pushing their kids or players or students or whatever the you know is to excel or to be better or to be the best and they're really just driving them to become like ultra perfectionists who can never live up to the standard and then crash and burn when they can't you know live up to mm -hmm. these impossible expectations um they uh, when they fail and get harsh criticism what is seen as constructive actually traps the kid into a mindset where failure is seen like a personal attack on them or like they you know they're not good enough they're not instead of just you know you get up you move on this is what happens and you work harder towards it mm -hmm. um, so many times I think too like instructors they think that they them pushing you really hard is what you need mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't even realize what they're saying to us and sometimes like oh sorry mm -hmm. I didn't do that right I'm going to take that correction a little too harshly and feel yeah. bad about it but realistically I know that all of our instructors like wanted what was best for us but it's it's tough. Competitive sports and everything when you're young, I feel like it, I don't know, my boss, she was telling me, um, she used to be a soccer coach also, and an exercise that she would do with her kids, and she started this with, because uh, all of her kids played soccer, so I think her kids were like five or six years old, and at a young age, she had all the students that she was coaching, and she took a pad of post-its and had them write down like, oh, uh, we need to improve on our fouls, we need to improve on our defense, we need to have our parents stop yelling. And literally, they would just list everything that could be worked on. And she had individual columns. So it was in my control, in the team's control, completely out of our control. And then she put each post-it under what column was it would follow under. And um, once everything was up, she said, okay, guys, now take a look. This stuff you cannot control. You have no control over. There's literally nothing you can do. So let's take this good stuff and let's put all of our focus on that and really work on what we have control over. And she said that, at least for her kids, because she still is speaking with them, obviously, um, they always are thinking about that now. When something happens and it's out of their control, they just are able to say, you know what? Out of my control, let it go, move on from it. So I think that was a really cool thing to have heard a coach do. And I feel like that would be a cool thing for more coaches to be able to kind of find tactful ways to help their teams improve. Yeah, like even in life, that's a good, you know, lesson is that like 
these are the things that, you know, I can't control. These are the things that I can control. And, you know, you, in a competitive sports, the things you can't control are refs. You know, I've seen so <laughs> many coaches just yelling at these refs and setting a terrible example for their kids. And then the kids start yelling at the ref and then they get punished for it. You know, red card, like it's you're like, what are you expecting? I don't know what, yeah. what the, what the outcome of like doing, you know, yelling at the ref is going to, because it's not, not in our control anymore. Like so true. Funny story about that. Actually. Um, my brother, he's played competitive hockey all growing up and there was this one game. Oh my gosh. The ref was just so many bad calls against the team. It was ridiculous. And my dad, along with like four other parents, I think got kicked out of the game. And it was just stupid where, uh, I don't know, those kids looking up at the sidelines, seeing their parents yelling, even though for me being on the sidelines and watching it, I thought it was hysterical, but I didn't think to realize like, okay, these kids are looking up at their parents, getting thrown out of games or just yelling and not necessarily making a fool of themselves, but say like embarrassing their kids when they don't even realize they're doing it. And that stuff like sticks with you. You always think back to that. So, Yeah, I've seen like, I've seen parents do crazy things in competitive sports. Like, and you, you always want like a healthy balance between like coaching and, and parenting and like, because like I've seen, but I've had coaches um, who talk to all the parents beforehand and be like, I'm the coach, you're the parent at home. I don't control what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't control how you parent your kid. But when I'm here, because it's confusing for the kid, because if they hear their parent yelling from the sidelines, well, they've been trained their entire life to listen to their parent. Mm-hmm. So if their parent's telling them to do one thing and their coach is doing another, there's mixed messages and it's really confusing. Like, oh, yeah. As well as like, I, we always joke about in my family how like the, the parents who have the like my child is a rock star my child can't do wrong my child is this that I've had parents yell at me so many times while I'm on the field playing for like me like you know getting rough or getting aggressive like totally you know legal but it's like my child don't trust my child I'm like this is a contact sport yeah. <laughs> don't sign your child up for a contact sport if you don't want you know them to like get into it Oh, totally. Also, too, what you were saying with um, parents kind of boosting their kid's ego. I saw so many times in dance where a girl, she'd be a great dancer, don't get me wrong, but they're just so used to always coming in first place, always being told that they're the best, that one day they don't place or someone doesn't notice them. And then it's the complete end of the world to them. And that was always something so interesting for me to see because it's these are such talented kids, but they can't be told they're kids. wrong. But yeah, they're kids too, and that's what that's, we got to think about. You know, I've seen so many times in, where like it's it's the mentality of like, well, my kid has to start now because then they're going to be the next Messi or the next Wayne Gretzky or like whoever it is, and then they just like end up getting burnt out in mm-hmm. the sport because of a coach or because of a parent or like sometimes I, I have people I know who don't even like the sport they're playing but they feel like if they stop they're gonna let people down mm-hmm. and that's that's what keeps happening is you know if if you fail you let someone down into this is it's very like I've done something wrong you know I've done when it's just life you know yeah. you fail all the time you lose games, that's what happens, and then you pick yourself up and you move ahead. You mm-hmm. know? That's totally been something I know for me struggling with, because I was always set my whole life on being a professional dancer, and now I'm not, and I'm almost 26, and I have no idea what I'm trying to do. So I just, 
Oh, it's crazy how all of that really, you think back to how you were and how everybody was telling you that, oh, you're going to be great. Like I know all of my teachers had so much hope in me. I was really going to be the dancer. And then injury happened and it's like, well, didn't have a plan B. Now I don't know what I'm doing and it's got to start all over. The whole yelling thing. It's like I've, when you, it's especially in front of people. Mm -hmm. It's like being yelled at from your parents or coach or instructor from like the other side of the field. It's like everyone can see now. Yeah. So it's like, this isn't like you've taken me aside. This isn't a, like, it's a aggression thing or a like, I'm going to tell you in front of everyone, like, how terrible you are or, like, what's wrong, you know, what's wrong with what you're doing. And it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, now it's, I'm not, like, oh, I need to work on this. It's, like, oh, I've, here's all my failures, like, out, you know, here in my open. It's, like, one of those things, say, if you're walking down the street and you're holding a cup of coffee and you're thinking, don't drop it, don't drop it, you're going to drop it. Like, yeah. It's, like, a type of thing where your brain just has problems processing negative mm-hmm. information so say like instead of no fouls or you're doing horrible at this say okay let's try to figure out a way to do better at this mm-hmm. so if you're able to find a more positive way to tell someone to do something it's going to register more yeah and yeah I, I've also seen like coaching soccer myself even though I was, it was at a low level like it's easy to get swept up in the authority you know like oh totally. well I even though I know that another lap isn't going to kill them, well, I know from being a player that, like, okay, I'm actually tired. Like, this isn't – you're standing there blowing your whistle. Like, you're not you're not have in my shoes. You're not doing what I'm doing. And, like, sometimes I just re- really can't, you know. I really can't do another lap or I need to take a break or water or something. And I guess seeing both sides and being on both sides has really just opened my mind instead of just getting stuck in that, like, either – total player mindset or total coach mm-hmm. you know mindset. I think some people are born to be coaches and they are not born to be players and I think some people are born to be players and not coaches and I think there's some people who are both and just to find there's, there's so many bad coaches out there who just aren't made for it I'm like you're just not made for this like, yeah I'm one of those people too I tried to be a dance teacher I was a teacher for a year and oh my gosh those poor children that I taught I Sorry to your parents if you're ever listening, but I was just, I didn't know how to teach. I only knew yeah. how to dance and I just didn't know how to portray it and teach yeah. it to somebody else. But I will say, I do think that one thing that is amazing about when you're doing competitive sports at a young age is one, I feel like you're able to take criticism and not get offended by it. Sometimes like in the moment you'll get upset and like, eh, no one wants to hear that you're messing up. But hindsight 2020, when you look back at it, it's, you know, that this is what you needed to hear to become a better dancer, Mm -hmm. soccer player, person, whatever it is. And also, I know it helped me like stay out of trouble when a bunch of my friends in high school were like starting to party and everything. I was in dance classes. So I'm happy that it kind of gave me a path to follow, even though I didn't continue following it. But I feel like if I didn't have followed it or if I didn't follow it when I was younger, I could have been a whole different person. So, yeah. It, it teaches you how to, one, work with other people, one, be responsible, because you're responsible, you know, to be there when you need to be, mm-hmm. to work with a team or an instructor or um, be a good loser. You and to be disciplined yeah, all disciplined, around. Yeah. So there's, you know, as much as, you know, the coaching and something sometimes sucks or the, you know, 
it can competitive sports can drive you to you know perfectionism or there's so many there's so much good that comes out of it you know it's so funny I never thought of myself as being a perfectionist but sometimes when I do things and I really like kind of nitpick at myself I'm like oh my gosh I am so much more picky than I really thought I am and happy about it I guess but it's something just fun to realize I've also like when I was making the decision to quit soccer I it was like so hard for me to leave because mm-hmm. one I didn't you know you feel like you're letting yourself down you're letting other people down I loved the sport I wanted to play I didn't want to leave my team um but it was like a personal decision that I had to make for myself like am I really in this moment is this the best thing for me and it wasn't mm-hmm. and um and do I look back do I wish I was playing now? Yes, but I don't wish that I hadn't quit, you know? Right. Because it was the right decision for me in the moment. So I think as a coach or as a parent to know and listen to what your kid's saying, if they really, like, if they're not, like, enjoying themselves, mm-hmm. maybe find something else that they like, you know? Like, it, just, like, forcing your kids in sports or living vicariously through them, like, it just, it's so destructive. Oh, Yeah. That's uh like the show Dance Moms. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. it, but that so the executive producer of that show actually used to be one of my dance teachers. And he ended up producing and coming up with that show like a couple years after he left my studio. But we all joke around like, oh, I wonder if you got some inspiration from the crazy stories we had at the studio. So that was <laughs> always fun. really funny. Do you have any like did you ever have a coach tell you something at a young age that just kind of like sticks in the back of your head? I had, like, so, um, it's actually my brother's coach, but he was, he's kind of like a family friend now, mm-hmm. and he, when he was, um, when my, my brother went, my brother was on his team since he was, like, six years old, okay. up until, like, um, I think, like, 13, and then he was, took a break, and then he was back on his team for, like, another year when he was like 15 or something and it wasn't necessarily anything he saw he said specifically but just like the way he carried himself while coaching towards the kids was like always with integrity always with like authority like you know I'm teaching you how to do you need to listen if you're screwing around that's not okay you know Mm -hmm. but always with grace and you know realizing that like when my brother was little like they're six years old they're they're gonna they're gonna mess up yeah and brian that's his name always said like just let him play they're six years old Mm -hmm. and then i've seen on the other side i've seen you know coaches who there's the same age and they're just yelling at the boys the parent like you know trying to get them prepared for the real world quote unquote it's like it's not that's not the kids. Mm-hmm. Let them play and they'll figure it out. It yeah. was always about development. It was always about, okay, we're not winning right now. Mm-hmm. As so many parents were upset at him because they weren't winning games. He's like, they're six years old. They, we're not supposed to be focused on winning games. Let them learn the sport. Let them learn the sport. Let them have fun. And then when, once they – because how can you – start winning games if you don't know how to play, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And so I always appreciated his, and I took private lessons with him. And, so, and it was always encouragement, always, like, but, like, 
critique, you know, criticism, like, oh, you can do it this way, you can do it this way better, but so, and then um, I've seen the complete opposite with my brother and a different coach and who just like, like harshly criticized the kids, made them, told them everything was their fault. Mm-hmm. Bef- after every game, he would sit them down and just yell at them and rip into them. And it was this and that and that and this. It, there was never any any time where it wasn't their fault, whether it was his fault or that it was just a game. You right. know, it was always you didn't win because you know you did this and this and this instead of just we didn't win. We didn't win because it was one of those days. It was one of those days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Fun. I asked my brother um, just because I was trying to get stories for mm-hmm. like, hey, what if coaches told you anything um so when he was playing hockey he learned this when he was nine um he's a goalie so obviously you get scored on I'm sure you know with soccer you get scored on it sucks yeah. you hate it mm-hmm. but the trick you have to play it off like you are unfazed so his coach he said whenever you get scored on you turn around you pass the puck back to the referee and you just get back into your stance like nothing happened mm-hmm. and my brother said still to this day he learned that when he was nine he's 21 now That is exactly what he does whenever he gets scored on. And even he pays attention to his body language outside of hockey just because he knows that people are picking up on that. So I think that was a great thing that um, his coach had told him to really help him in his everyday life. We'd always say, like, if we get scored on, we'd be like, it's 0-0, 0-0. You have to play always. Even if if you – it's 1-0, even if you're in the lead, you always should play, like, a 0-0 because, Mm -hmm. you know, you – you're going to get cocky and then lose a game or, you know, get I swear, goal. oh my God, so many sports teams, that always happens. Whenever a great team is playing a crappier team, it's oh, like, ah, we got this. This is an easy win. And then the underdogs come through. You play to their level. Mm-hmm. You get, I've done that so many times. I've had teams who've done that. I've had teams who've done it to us, you know, who were the underdog. And we, and they get, you know, so frazzled and upset. And so then it just makes it, so it just makes it worse. Yeah. Also, when, when you get, when you score on a different team, you kind of like, and then you see their defeat, it heightens your, oh, totally. you know, so you're like, oh, and then so as the, as the team who's getting defeated, if you don't show that it and keep pushing through, well, the other team's not going to read your weak points there. Oh, are they getting defeated? So we can step up our game or, oh, they're getting defeated and you know, we can. They point out which one is really feeling yeah. good. They go, we're going to go after this yeah. one. Yeah, because, you know, you, you recoil and then you just get worse and worse. And, you know, oh, we're, we're losing, so I'm going to start playing worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. It's that downward so, spiral yeah. where you just kind of mentally can't get out of that. Yeah. Oh, well, there's no coming back from this. Yeah. So. Well, I think this has been a productive segment. Yeah, not too bad for our first time ever doing a podcast. I know. So <laughs> don't be too harsh on us, guys. Uh, but Sophia, I wanted to say, I think it's really cool because you are 18. You're at that age where you get to take everything that you've learned from coaching and playing and take that into your everyday life. So good Thank luck you. with all of that. Thank you. Of course. All right, guys. Baby Squid out. <laughs>